it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. again everybody welcome to another episode of if you don't like that the death of sports in oakland california is now complete after the mlb owners voted unanimously to approve the move of the oakland a's from the east bay to las vegas we'll talk about that on today's podcast and more but first i want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you, and they're available around the clock 24-7. So if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem, they'll be there for you. New Works Plumbing, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. This year, Hatterberg in pinch hitting rolls is uh, one for five. 269 average. He's gone deep a dozen times. Now the pitch. Swung on. There's a high drive. Hit way back. Right center field. That one is gone. And it's 20 consecutive victories for the Oakland Athletics on an unbelievable night when they lost an 11 nothing lead, and now they win it. Hellenberg is bobbed at home plate. The crowd comes back to insane life. Crazy. Just plain crazy. How do you explain it? In 103 years of American League Baseball, the Athletics have accomplished what no one has before. They have won 20 consecutive games. The great, late Bill King. So many great years behind the microphone as the voice of the A's, the Raiders, the Warriors. You know, there are many factors involved with this, and you can blame a lot of people. You can blame the owner, John Fisher. You can blame the politicians in Oakland. You can blame Rob Manford in Major League Baseball. You can blame the fans. There's a lot to go around. I understand that when a team moves, there's a lot of heartache among the loyal fans. And the A's had loyal fans. 
unfortunately, they didn't show up in mass enough to the games. All right, the attendance figures, and 2023 really doesn't count because fans were disgusted. We get the fact that low payroll, John Fisher had horrible ticket prices, gouged the fans, and they were 15th of 15th in attendance in the American League, and they finished last. Same last season when they averaged less than 10,000 fans a game. But I want to go over some attendance figures And I think it's important to start before the pandemic. All right. So that would be in 2019. In 2019, the A's won 97 games and were a playoff team. Their attendance was okay. Not great, but not awful. They were 10th of 15 in the American League, averaging 20,000 fans a night. And again, that was in 19 when they won 97 games. In 2018, The A's won 97 games, and they lost a wild card, okay? They were 13th worst attendance in the American League at a 15 at 19,427 per average. Then in 2017, not a good year, 75 and 87 last place. They were second to last in attendance. 2016, bad year, second to last in attendance, all right? 2014, good year, 88 and 74, They were 10th of 15, averaging 24,000. 2013, very good year. All right, finished first, 96 up, 66 down. They averaged 22,000, which was 9 of 15 in the American League. 2012, very good product, 94 wins, first place. Lost in the ALDS, again, three games to two. And once again, horrible attendance, 12th worst of 14 teams at 27,729 per game, all right? And if you go down the list and you talk about in this century, okay, the A's have been at the bottom or near the bottom in attendance almost every single year. You know, they had pretty good attendance in 2004 and 2005, Average 26 and 27,000 respectively. Had pretty good attendance in 2003 when they finished in first place. They were sixth of 14 at 27,000 plus. Same thing in 2002 and 2001 when they won over 100 games in each of those years. They drew not bad in the middle of the pack. Eight of 14 and seven of 14 respectively at 26,000 per game. But, you know, if you look before that, in 2000, 91 wins, they less average less than 20,000, okay? And the bottom line is the attendance for the Oakland A's games just has not been good. Now, I understand that John Fisher's getting a lot of heat, and he is not absolved from the mess with the Oakland A's, all right? They were a poorly run franchise from ownership down with uh, outrageous ticket prices alienating the fans. I get that. All right. There's a lot of blame. But when John Fisher put a good product on the field, Ace fans did not show up. And then Ace fans want to criticize their owner for not having the money to spend to keep players. But yet he put a good product on the field and you didn't show up. So to me, you can't blame John Fisher when he puts a good team on the field and you as a fan base still do not show up. That's the problem I have, okay? I don't have a problem 
with an owner moving their team when he puts a good product on the field and fans don't show up. I have a problem with owners that bitch and gripe and moan when attendance is bad, but they put a bad product on the field or the court or what have you, okay? Again, I'm looking at 2018 and 2019 when the A's won 97 games in each of those years, okay? They were 10th of 15 and 13th of 15 respectively in attendance, okay? Think about that, 2018, John Fisher put a team on the field that won 97 games. 97 games. Wild card team. And yet, they could only draw 19,000 fans a game. Who do you blame that on? You're going to blame it on the Coliseum? Really? You put a good product and you're going to start blaming the stadium now. And I understand the stadium's not great, but where are the fans when John Fisher put a good product on the field. Again, I'm not making him out to be a great owner. I'm just proving, or not proving, I'm making my argument here. The city of Oakland should be embarrassed to lose the A's, the Warriors, and the Raiders. The death of Oakland sports. I've been at the Oakland Coliseum many a times, both as a broadcaster announcing the Oakland Raiders for five years during the preseason for many A's games, mostly when the Yankees were in town. And that's another thing. All of those attendance figures were inflated greatly from the series with the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Giants, and when interleague play began, when teams like the Dodgers would come in. Okay? That's the reality. What do you think those attendance figures would be if you took out the big crowds whenever the Yankees and the Red Sox came in, which were like home games for those teams? A's would put a first-place product on the field, and yet when those two teams came in, there were very few A's fans in attendance. It was embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. But I was on BART back in October, going from Richmond to SFO. And if you've ever taken the BART to the airport, you know, it goes through Oakland before it crosses through the tunnel into the peninsula. And I was thinking about all the times I've been to the Coliseum, some of the great memories, some of the great history of all three teams with the Oakland A's, obviously Sal Bando, Campy, Reggie Jackson, Catfish Hunter, Raleigh Fingers. We can go on and on, right? Those were the good old days. Charlie Finley, the owner, Mount Davis had not been constructed. Looked like a ballpark, right? I just wonder what the players that played in that era that are still with us today, how they must feel about the news that the Oakland A's have been given the green light by Major League Baseball to go to Las Vegas. I wonder what Bill King would think if Bill could see today what has happened to sports in the city of Oakland. One odd left here. Five nothing A's. Swung on. High drive. Center field. Dave Henderson signaling. It's mine. It's mine. It is. And it's a new hitter for Dave Stewart in the Stadium. This June 29th, 1990.
1890, the fifth no-hitter in the history of the Oakland Athletics, and it comes six years and nine months to the day since the last one pitched by Mike Warren in 1983. A rebound taken by Love. George Johnson blocks the shot. Brooks has it. And again, defense gets the ball for the Warriors. Hill Smith on the right, waves George Johnson away, here comes Barry, but Smith keeps the dribble, feed Barry, right of the key, wide open, pass to George, George lays it in, and the Warriors lead by six on one of Rick Barry's most brilliant passes, and Al Alice has gone bananas, and the crowd has gone bananas, the ball game is over, 83-79, and the crowd pours onto the floor. Out on top to Ray, Ray give the ball to Barry, Barry still has the shot, Barry crowded by Reardon who fouls him. Reardon was manhandling him in a near fight. Reardon trying to get away, and Arles, Alvin Arles was out to break up the fight, and Arles now is in a wild slugging match. The 245-pound Wesley Unsell started to trade punches with Arles. Arles was out purely as a peacemaker, and Arles is being dragged away by his assistant coach, Joe Roberts. Barry is, Barry is still trying to keep Arles away. Arles has gotten the technical now. You have to know this was a violent and flagrant Mike Reardon to draw that kind of attention from Al Adels. Barry is telling Manny Sokol that he has handled it badly. Richie Powers takes Al Adels over to talk to him now. You want to control the game? I'm out the game, right? Yes, you are. You have to. Adels, one of the great gentlemen of the game. He has been given a technical. Reardon has not been thrown out. And you're out of the game. He's thrown Adels out of the game. This is disgraceful. This is disgraceful. Al Adels has been ejected. On the left flank to Mullins, fakes left, drives right, gets by Calhoun, scores! One bounce dribble, feed Barry, behind a pick for a jumper. Good! 21-footer straight away. CJ turn jumper. Good! Nice 18-footer. Good! And the Warriors lead by three. Kazelko jumping. Good, makes the pass to uh, Mullins. And Barry, Barry's got it! The ball game is over! The ball game is over! And Al Adams, Golden State Warriors, are champions of the world! Crowd takes up a chant of defense. Robisky and Banaszak are the back. Slot right. Branch inside. Bradshaw. Stabler back. Here comes the rush. He sidesteps. Can he throw? He can't. The ball flips forward is loose. A wild scramble. Two seconds on the clock. Casper grabbing the ball. It is rolled a fumble. Casper has recovered in the end zone. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most zany, unbelievable absolutely impossible dream of a play. Madden is on the field. He wants to know if it's real. They said yes. Get your big butt out of here. He does. There's nothing real in the world anymore. The Raiders won the football game. The Chargers are standing, looking at each other. They don't believe it. Nobody believes it. I don't know if the Raiders believe it. It's not real. 52,000 people minus a few lonely Raider fans are stunned. A man would be a fool to ever try and write a drama and make you believe it. This one will be relived forever. And Bill King should live on and on and on in all of the memories of Bay Area sports fans and sports fans in general because Bill King was truly great at what he did. 
And to think that those great moments that those fans in that area of Northern California, whether you were a fan of the A's, again, the glory years, whether you were a fan of the Raiders and all of their tremendous years, or the Golden State Warriors, I always used to love going to Oracle to announce the Warriors, the run TMC years, and the packed, enthusiastic crowds. The Warriors always had great crowds at Oracle there in Oakland. And now to think that those memories will never occur again, meaning that you won't have the memories of driving to the Coliseum or Oracle and share some of the real great moments, not only in Bay Area sports history, but in sports history in general. Yeah, the A's look like they'll be playing at the Coliseum in 2024. Their lease expires at the end of the year. And then after that, who knows? But what we do know is Oakland has no more professional sports teams. All over. All done. And again, you can blame whoever you want. But the losers in all of this, as always, are the fans. And for Bill King, rest in peace, Bill. You were truly a legend, a treasure, and quite frankly, I'm happy that you're not here to see the downfall of the teams that you covered so greatly for so many years in the city of Oakland, California. It is now time for our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. Is James Harden making the Clippers worse, asked Colin. Well, he's certainly not making them any better, Colin. They haven't won a game yet since Harden has been there. So, yeah, he's making them worse. No question about it. Has not worked, plain and simple. Jake wants to know, what NBA teams have you enjoyed watching most so far this season? I think Minnesota. I think Minnesota's playing very well. Uh, They've been a lot of fun to watch. I also have watched Oklahoma City a few times. I thought the Kings went against them. A few nights ago in Sacramento was a huge win for the Kings, but those those are two of the teams. I haven't watched, you know, that many teams play, but those stick out to me. Ernie wants to know who wins the Monday Night Football Eagles-Chiefs game. Great question, Ernie. Chiefs coming off a bye. I think the Eagles are really going to miss their tight end in Goddard, who's out for several weeks with a fractured arm. Uh, Chiefs at home, repeat of the Super Bowl. Uh, I think the Chiefs, in a very, very close game because I don't think the Eagles are going 16-1. and Morrison wants to know what NFL coach will be fired when the season ends or before. I'm going to say Sean McDermott. I'm going to say Sean McDermott. All right, they just fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. I believe McDermott is next. Go to crowdultra.com and just maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant's Rant. Today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Westside Grill. Check out their awesome new restaurant at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. One of three locations, Sacramento, Roseville, and now Rockland. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com to make a reservation. Check out the menu and more. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Great place this weekend for brunch. They have the weekend prime rib. You will love it. That's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. This weekend... Formula One in Las Vegas. The city and F1 has spent a ton of money to get this race in Las Vegas. And to this point, from everything I've been reading and seeing, it has been a disaster. 
Tickets are wildly available. The locals are furious. The hotel rooms are aplenty with not paying a lot of money. I mean, so far, it has been a disaster. Now, the race is this weekend, so one will have to wait and see uh, tomorrow night whether or not it goes off without a hitch. But to this point, I have not read anything positive about the F1 in Las Vegas. And you just have to wonder if the race is as bad as this week and the lead-up events have been, will that be it? Will this be a one and done? Because the residents of Las Vegas are fed up. Now, F1 has said it's going to bring about $1.7 billion in revenue to the Las Vegas economy. I'll believe that when I see it. I don't think there's any way in the world that this race is bringing $1.7 billion in revenue to the city. I'd be shocked, especially with what I'm reading and what I'm hearing. And I enjoy watching F1, although this year with Max Verstappen basically dominating the circuit, it hasn't been that intriguing. But I still enjoy it. I, I like watching the races on different circuits around the world. But so far, F1 gets an F as in failure for everything that's transpired leading up to the big race tomorrow. And that's my rant for today. That's my podcast for today. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. And thanks so much for joining me right here on If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.